Feeling brown, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip. Got me feeling kinda sad, but we glad. I sleep up your whole bag. Selling my cares to get a couple sets. And I'll suck it next week, cause I hit my limit. Remember what it's one, just to get some digits. Good for you, say back, I ain't talk offense. Yo Q, I like what you're doing There's a fork up on the tip and it's leaving me clueless Stacking sets up on the chain, taking up my whole day Hella blocks up in the notice that we had to validate So stack a block, join a block, a shit post now Can't afford a block, join a block, reloading my account Yeah, I'm broke, it's a sad thing But a stack, on the stack chain GFYs, and all the memes Love vibes, and all the pains Stack sets Feeling brown, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip. Got me feeling kinda sad, but we glad. Yo, yo, that shit was lit. It got me fired up trying to stack the tip. Cosmic, stack chain energy. Staying hard 21 by infinity. Stack chain, I can't get enough. Every single day is number go up. Stack joins, invading your thread. Stacking so hard that it hurts the fed. And I'ma keep on stacking cause what Anthony said. And pass it back to Q and let the signal spread. Feeling brown, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip. Got me feeling kinda sad, but we glad. What's up? Welcome to Stack Chain Spaces, where we celebrate stacking sats. TA doesn't mean shit to us because stack height goes up and memes lead the way. This Spaces is being recorded as a podcast, so if any of you ever want to listen to any of the other episodes, you can find Stack Chain Signal on your favorite podcatcher. Stack Chain Signal is not up here, but if they show up at some point in time, be sure to give them a follow. Lauren, Loco, Sidek, what's going on? How you guys doing? I'm doing great. It feels great to be alive today. Oh, um, wonderful! It's it's uh it's I'm I'm just in that uh, Thanksgiving mood. I'm just thankful for a lot of things and thankful for Bitcoin and all of you guys. Well, you know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful that Loco sat down and talked to me for an hour. <laughs> Congratulations, man! So, so you weren't you weren't the first person that I interviewed. Tao was the first person that I interviewed. But just in like all the post-production stuff, you just happened to be the first one that was released. So, what's up? How you, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I'm, we kind of talked about it before everyone or a couple people got here. But it's it was just, uh, I mean, it was kind of like my first. I've been on like uh, kind of some other podcasts when I did sports gambling and stuff. And I've never really been formally interviewed, so it felt good. Uh, I've watched the whole thing already, and I'm really happy how it turned out. Um, I didn't sound like an autistic stack chain freak, so I think I did a good job. No, you 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 killed it, man. And you know, at Loco, to be honest, you still you still haven't like formally been interviewed. <laughs> I don't know if I would call that a formal interview, but oh um, no. I think you did a great job. I I uh I've been just me being me. I there's someone who DM'd me a while back who said they wanted to do an interview too. 
and I was just always scared to do it. Now I'm after watching how I did and all this stuff, I'm heavily considering messaging him back and it's just getting out of my shell, just like out of at Pacific Bitcoin. I'm just trying to get out there more and I appreciate everyone for helping me to get that way. An interview with the uh, God King of Stack Chain is uh, pretty serious to me. So, you know, you good job. Yeah, it's all it's all downhill after that. <laughs> um, you know, I, you keep putting out these songs, Loco, and you're probably going to get interviewed a lot, man. I mean, uh, not your keys, not your coins. It hasn't even been a week. And that thing is just like smashed every other stack chain song. It, it's crazy that that happened and then uh i don't know who it, uh, it's gonna be bad but if i don't know who it actually was but there was there's a dude who does a podcast uh john knew who it was i'm trying to get to it super quick but um they dropped one of those meme template contests and it was tatum turn up he's the host of um between two asics podcasts and he did a thing with Corey where you do a meme and he picks the best meme and we're in like a bracket now for uh best meme and i was one of the uh one of the memes that was selected and um it looks like i'm gonna win the first round so i'll be on to the next round and it looks like i'm gonna be going against lauren's friend gold leader it's coming up. Loco shows up to Bitcoin Twitter and just starts wrecking shop, just dropping beats and like winning meme contests against like old veterans. Loco's killing it, man. It was a, a it was a good interview because so I like I said I interviewed Tao first, but when I interviewed Tao, is completely anon, right? They didn't have a PFP or anything. That's one of the reasons why your interview came out first because we got to figure out like like how to edit that because it's just like a little uh, Microsoft Teams PFP. It's, you know, so we're trying to figure out like how to insert, you know, Tao's PFP and and, and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's a little bit more work. So yours was a lot easier, right? It's just, it's Loco. So we just talked to Loco. We put one of his songs in the beginning. We put one of his songs at the end. Done deal. You know, easy, easy edit job. Um, the... It, it's a it's a completely different experience. Like you're talking to a person whose face you can see, versus a person whose face you can't see. And I mean, I know we do that on Spaces all the time, but it's not like a one-on-one conversation. You know what I mean? So there's like a whole video conference set up, and then like half the screen is basically blank. So that was like an experience that I had to get used to, but Tao Tao is fucking awesome. I'm sure his is going to be just as well. Uh, I'm excited to see that one too. He towed his way through the entire interview. (laughs) That interview is nice and Tao. Let me tell you (laughs) what's going on, Lauren. What's going on with you? What's up guys? Not much. Just uh, getting stuff ready for, Tomorrow, Loco loved your interview with Anthony. You were super freaking adorable in it. You did an awesome job. I loved it. I was like, look at Loco just doing his thing. It was so exciting for me. Um, So I'm glad you guys shared that out. 
and I don't know, guys, I just, I, I worked today and I don't know what to do with myself because I'm off tomorrow, but I don't know. And I had, I had a Coke, so I have a lot of energy. Y'all know how I get, at least loco and Saidu when I drink a lot of espresso and I'm kind of feeling that way right now. So you did <laughs> Coke? No, I drink a soda. I don't ever drink soda, and so I'm like, I have so much energy right now, and I don't know what to do with it, so you, that's where you, I'm at. You and Loco just released a song. Yeah, we did, so, didn't yeah. we, Loco? Let's talk about that. We'll, we'll, kind of. We, we didn't truly release it, but uh, I yeah. told her she could share it however she wants. Uh, I, I am kind of trying new avenues with duetting with her, because I, I think her voice is amazing, um, but uh yeah so we're i'm just trying new things it's the first time i've actually duetted with someone but i've always enjoyed uh if you would hear my past music uh before stack chain it was more singing singing slash rapping stuff but you guys all heard the rapping side of me but um so yeah she's i'm just going down my normal avenue with her but I've never duetted before, so I'm learning. It's it's a good learning experience for me. You, Loco has the voice of an angel. He's like a cross between Fergie and Jesus. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't heard his singing voice yet, you, you should. It's so good. It's amazing seeing everything that Stack Chain inspires. I mean, you know, you have one person inspiring another. You had Q inspiring Loco originally with that one rap. Loco inspiring Anthony to get into it. And then all of you guys inspiring Lauren. And then I remember yeah, Skinner even was talking about writing a song, or he had already written a song that he was thinking about recording. And even outside of it, just like, you know, all the inspiration. You know, iron sharpens iron. That's one thing I've learned about Statue. Yeah, I mean, people have an endless, like, well of creativity and all that's required is motivation to tap into it. You know what I mean? Just because once you have the motivation, then you craft whatever skill you have, you know, then you overcome whatever like emotional roadblocks you might have, you know, like just singing is not something that a lot of people will do in public or, or public speaking or any kind of art. So, but once you're motivated, you know, then then you can figure out how to overcome those roadblocks and, and work on your craft and do your thing. And we got a lot of that in Stack Chain. It's really, really beautiful to see. And once you open it up, it's never ending. You know, you don't you don't stop creating until you know, you you'll create till the end of your life. So is it something about the Bitcoin space that brings that out in people? Is it that you you know like at least for me, having that end goal, knowing that collecting whatever my goal is whatever that number is in my mind that i that i need of uh, of bitcoin having the uh, the knowledge that that's secure that that's something that's going to be with me forever that nobody can can debase away nobody can take away in any way it definitely motivates me and inspires me to like all right well what else do i want to do with my time now that that future is kind of secured yeah i mean well bitcoin certainly supplies motivation Right. Because it overcomes like it, it overcomes like that hopeless feeling where all your effort is meaningless because now your effort is attached to Bitcoin and Bitcoin is not meaningless. And then the motivation 
to like have an impact in the world is also there because Bitcoin is a network. So every, every advancement in the network is positive for the entire network. If, if I, if I contribute to Bitcoin, you know, where I am in California, you know, that benefits people in Nigeria and El Salvador and whatever contributions they make benefit me. We don't even have to meet each other. So, you know, it, it's, there, there's definitely a feeling of like what you do matters. And in a fiat world, there's definitely a feeling of what you do doesn't matter because it's always a grind. You never really get anywhere at any point in time. You can get rubbed. So, you know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Bitcoin. What are you thankful for, Lauren? I'm thankful for Bitcoin. I'm thankful for my family and the regardedness in our back channel chats. That keeps me seriously laughing my butt off all day long. I've never laughed so much throughout the day until the guys added me to that chat. And it's just ridiculous. And I'm pretty ridiculous in there too. I think we're all just a little ridiculous, but I don't know. That chat has like kept my spirits high every single day. So I love you guys. It's, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. You know, I, so I just got added back into that chat and uh, man, that thing doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it never stops. It doesn't matter it like what time going. it is. You know, there, there's a it's new so much fun. Every ten seconds, it's just it's just it, and then and then when it does stop, people start to get worried. Like today, it was kind of a fairly slow day, and John was like, "What is going on? Is this I chat know. dead?" So everybody was like <laughs> trying to make a new chat, and it was just it was. <laughs> That's when we just comment when when no one's talking. We just say Buddha. <laughs> you're, just, you're just trying to summon him from the from the ether no that's just like what we do we just say we say buddha when no one's talking all right okay. yeah and Local. it does summon him sometimes but yeah it's well, just that's, funny. that's what i thought it was i thought that's what you were doing like like you were calling him out like you wanted his attention or something well no we all do it john does it we see he only comes when i do it sometimes so what are you thankful for loco i already told you i'm thankful at the beginning but uh, i am thankful for bitcoin i am thankful i found all of you guys i am thankful for psyduck for giving me the opportunity to come out to uh california that was that was amazing of him for for him to do and he really didn't have to do it but enjoyed every second of it um, I'm, I'm thankful for you, Anthony, for putting all the time and the hours to host these spaces with great people every single day. I'm thankful for Bob down there for countless laughs every single night. John, I see you guys all down there. I'm thankful for all you guys. Uh, you guys all put some smiles on my face in one way or another. So I appreciate all you and I'm thankful for anyone even listening, um, Anyone listening for the podcast, anyone that's not was not able to make it tonight, uh, you all have changed my life in some sort of way. So that's my emotional spiel for today.
You know, I bet you, I, I think I learned a lesson, like don't release an hour long episode of have fun stacking sats a half an hour before the spaces. So I bet you in about 10 minutes, you know, like half the crew is just going to show up and they're just be like, Oh, we just finished the interview. So yeah, you live, you learn. I am in the process of making a kind of chewy style meme, uh, for a stack join block. It's going to be a pretty long video. I'm about, like 50 seconds in and i still have some work to do so i i have a good one coming here uh here shortly for a stack join block so awesome awesome side up man what do do you think before side up i'm thankful i'm thankful for the proof for proof of work man i'm thankful for the proof of work that gets put in the stack chain i'm thankful for the proof of work that gets put into bitcoin um you know loco man like like uh, meeting you was fucking amazing. Uh, it was it was a pleasure to to be able to have you there. It was uh, I I gladly gladly do that anytime. That was you know that was that was an honor for me. So I'm I'm thankful I had that opportunity. I'm thankful I had the opportunity to give my ticket to somebody that earned it and or that deserved it. That put in the proof of work to show that they that they that they they should be there. Because um, otherwise, all I would have had was the cut bucks for it. And that's just, there's no proof of work in that. So you know, I'm thankful for all that. Thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for all the proof of work you put in the stack, Shane Anthony, for all the um, all the podcasts that you do, for the interviews, apparently, that you're doing now. I, didn't even, I haven't even seen these. I'm the first that I'm hearing about these. So you know, like I, I'm just thankful for all that, man. I'm thankful for the, for the proof of work that the people put into the memes. Chewy, Chewy, all the work that he puts into all his memes, like, Man, I'm thankful for all that. They're a delight to see, and you know everybody deserves credit, but it's just hard to name to name everybody. I'm thankful for all that. Hell yeah, we're thankful for you, Sidek. I'm I'm thankful for whoever's in the audience that wants to come up and tell me what they're thankful for. Waldo, George, Bob, John, Bitcoin. Who's that? Bitcoin Catalina. What's up, Bitcoin Catalina? Um, so let's uh. Let me check out my show notes. How many stacks have we stacked today? Anybody want to guess while I'm looking it up? Or does anybody know? No, not yet. My guess is six. Your guess is how much? I'm guessing six. Six stacks. All right. So we got got one, two, three, four, five, five or six, depending on how you count. That was a pretty good guess, man. You probably already knew the answer, huh? No, I uh, just kind of been watching the chain, so my gut feeling was we were somewhere in that range. Uh, six is pretty good. I think we were like we were at like three or four yesterday. Let's see here. Last I checked, we had a lot in the mempool. I know locals putting together a block. I think we put together a block earlier. Like it, we we definitely had enough to to, to post blocks. It's just you don't want to post three stack join blocks after one after another. Yeah. And we have a couple thousand dollar purchases. So we're going to have, I think we'll have another two blocks in the mempool after I post it'll, it, it may be one and like really close to two, but yeah, we have, we have pending stack joins, but like side said, we don't like to post them back to back. Like we're about to do. So how many do you think are in the mempool just hanging out? 
Well, looking at it right now, I haven't completely moved it over. So if I do, here, let me do the math here quick. Let me get my uh, two seven. I'll do it real quick, and then I'll let you know. All right. What uh, what side chains we got active right now? So not your keys, not your coins is still active. Coffee chain. Coffee chain. How's coffee chain going? I haven't visited coffee chain yet. I'll probably visit coffee chain tomorrow. I think it's going well. I haven't checked it since this morning. So one update on coffee chain. Originally, it was just a bunch of stack joins that also had the hashtag coffee chain. Um, and we were just tracking it in the mempool. But we're th- we haven't used those transactions. So we're thinking of just holding them there and building them as a as their own chain. Um, I, I don't know if Loco was going to take it on upon himself or if somebody uh, within the coffee chain wanted to take it upon themselves. But if they wanted to just collect that data, uh, they could put together the, the chain on the side and build a whole coffee chain block at some point. Right now, where's Tao? Has Tao been active lately? Did he disappear on us again? Yeah, that, he's been in spaces. What? That, yeah, that he's was, been in spaces. My idea was that Tao posts the coffee chain because everyone knows him as the Starbucks guy, so it it only makes sense. And he started it, so it only makes sense for him to post it. But it looks like we will have after I post. Uh, this block, we will definitely have two more blocks available. So the mempool is full on stack chain. So that is a good thing. Awesome. Any other um, side chains? Isn't there the ass chain? Yeah, there's another ass chain. I saw that. There's an ass chain. Uh, and I think Seven just started one, uh, kind of like the the one Semi was trying to start, where you could uh, stack join anything that you would like. And he's gonna, adv- I think he's the one he's putting it upon himself to do the math and all that stuff. And once he has enough cup bucks, he's gonna move it to the chain. I think that's his plan right now. Do we include? Do would? Uh, so you guys have to educate me on this. Would raids count as chains? There. I mean, I guess you could, I guess you could say that, but I mean, the raids are really just about blown Rating. up notifications. Yeah. Okay. So, and maybe there's something like in between a stack join and a side chain, because the side chain kind of like has a direction that it goes in. Like somebody says, you know, let's do this. We're going to have fun stacking sats in this way. And the, the raids usually aren't that organized, but they they are like collective stacking. I think the only raid that has made it to the... T- so usually how it starts is someone does whatever, and then you hashtag stack join it. And then if you elect to try to start a chain, you do hashtag whatever chain, and then people build on it. But usually since it's a chain that everyone's not involved in the notifications or it's not linked on the tip, a whole bunch of people don't go to it. I think the only chain that has made it to the tip was the one, I think Bob started it or someone started it. Safe chain. Safety chain, yeah, uh, under Jim Kramer. And I think it got a couple people banned. I know I am now banned from, uh, or blocked by Jim Kramer. Oh, you got blocked by Kramer. But... (laughs) 
Um, I I think that's the that and Buddha did a raid once. Um, no, you know, I, I did a I did a raid on Change the Code, and Buddha went in there and just lost his mind and stacked so hard on Change the Code that he like pretty much got his own block. Like not entirely, but it was a stack joint block, and like ninety percent of it was was his stacks, and and now now he stays away from change the code because uh, he he gets he gets too emotional and you know probably burns burns the cuck bucks too quick. Since we're talking about Buddha being emotional, I don't want to expose him too much. Uh, just send your prayers out to him. He's dealing with a. Uh an animal issue. Um, he's been dealing with it for a while. He spent a lot of money on his dog and it's one of those things where when you have a a puppy or a dog, that's, you can tell his life is near death. Um, it's, it's, it hurts deep down and I have a dog of myself and that I just got. So I never really want to think about that, but just send your prayers out to Buddha and the hard time he's going through right now. Yeah, definitely. I I was aware of that, but I didn't know. I don't know if he had told other people or not. So definitely send send some love to Buddha. What do we got here? What else? Isn't there a poker chain? I don't know if that's a chain. I think it's just stack chainers playing poker for blocks. Well, if there's not a poker chain, Bob, get on it. I, I think the last raid that we did was on um, Yellow's anniversary. You know, the the anniversary of the spaces that Yellow does. I remember Waldo was putting that together. I'm What's surprised up? we didn't raid Corey. Um, the the post that Corey, like, because Corey was doing those threads all day, and he was, like, hashtagging um, stack chain. So. We did we did a little bit. There was one where he was just like, sup, stack chain. And that's like and then he I think he quote cheat quote tweeted that one you're talking about. So we went in we went there. Yeah, hey, I'm playing poker, so it shouldn't be on spaces. But uh the the Packer chain, because I, I had a thought about this, this Packer chain we should do. We could play like tournaments for each block starting at five dollars. So the buy-in would be, you know, depending on how many people, would be like a dollar or two dollars, and then the next. That's one a beautiful be, idea, don't you think? And so we could go all the way up to a full block, and but yeah, like initial buy-ins would be like a dollar or two, and they would just keep going up for whoever wants to play. So yeah, I think I'll start that chain if y'all are down. Uh, there's a lot of people. I mean, stack chain poker is a thing now. So well done, sir. You got your little, your little. Breakaway, breakaway tribe, stack chain tribe, like you're always talking about. Yeah, poker, poker stack chain tribe. Let's go. Now I'm just gonna start an old outlaw motorcycle motorcycle club and run around the country and um, get in stack. Can the motorcycle club? Can we get leather jackets for that one, Bob? Yeah, you want to be in? I'm in. Only if I get a leather jacket. Yeah, you get a leather jacket, and then you gotta like start a crew in your town. Cool. And make sure they start I'll start a crew. We'll yeah. be like the out, the outsiders, yeah. the, the outsiders for like stack chain. I mean, optionally, you can make methamphetamines and sell them uh, to stack sets. But that's just that's I'm gonna a, that's just leave optional. that to false because yeah. he's probably the only person that I would trust with doing that. Yeah, to where it wouldn't optional. explode. Yeah. yeah. 
You could like run them. I don't know. Or you could just like yeah. get a job. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> hey, um, Waldo, how did we do on that on that stack raid um, on Yellow's anniversary? Are you able to come up and talk about that? I got a train coming by. I love how when we get with like all the debauchery, Anthony does such a brilliant job at just like transitioning it away from it. <laughs> Good job, like, Anthony. What's that? Good job steering us away from all the debauchery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you guys ready to sell Mets for stacks? This shit is recording, <laughs> Okay, this is recording. It gets released as a podcast. You know, I'm just trying to protect you. <laughs> so I just threw up on the nest. There's a game you can play that's not gambling. You get to keep all your sats. It's just a stack join game. Uh, the one that I started, it's not really a chain. You know, you just throw up a stack join. But if you throw up anything between $1 and $110 into that, um, I have 110 memes ready to go. So they're numbered 1 through 110. I'll just pick the one, whichever one you buy. You put together 110 memes? Over time, yeah. It wasn't all at once. It was wow, all the ones that's that impressive. Good job. All the ones that I've been doing for the stack join. And actually, a couple of them, uh, there was like two, one of them was Freeborns. The, the one he gave me where it's like a, the duck sitting on the stack joins. So, you know, uh, I'll probably take credit for 90%, but, but yeah, they're there. Good work, Sai. That's amazing. Hell yeah. And they're solid memes, too. They're not like little, little like images or anything. It's full on. You know, you get your you get your PFP and the meme and you're you're doing fun stuff. You know what I'm thankful for, guys? What do you think I'm thankful for? None of you are mind readers. I'm thankful that we have this amazing opportunity. We've had like what what's this now? Four or five months to stack an insane amount of sats. Like Two years ago, is this where you think you would be at? I took a look at I took a look at one of my wallets, and I surpassed my stacking goal by I don't know, like five hundred percent, like what I intended to stack, you know, before the end of the year, and it's it's all because you know all these all these people are are playing games. I'm still not there, and you guys are still motivating me to get to my ideal price point. My price point wasn't towards the end of the year. Actually, I did have one, but that was blown out of the way after I got done with the first couple blocks I stacked. And then I stacked one more, and now I have a goal before the halvening. So that that's now I have a long-term goal to look forward to. Okay, that's cool. So you set a goal for the actual happening. So yeah, like, I've never done that before. Because I guess that's I, a good idea. Yeah, no, it's a really good idea. Um, you know, because my goals are always like, I want to get this many sats in this period of time, and it's it's normally like a much shorter period of time. So I like I like the uh, low time preference angle in that. What do you guys? How do you how do you set your uh, your goals? You know, without talking about like the actual amount of sats you stack, none of that shit. But when you're setting goals for stacking sats, what are some of the things that you consider? Oh no, I definitely have. I've always been one uh, a war. 
I've always been a whiteboard maxi. Um, I even before uh, Bitcoin, I like to write down my goals on a whiteboard. And as you, the the feeling of uh, crossing it out is the best feeling in the world. So um, I've always I have a number in mind, and I have on my board. I'm looking at it right now. It says acquire X Bitcoin before halving, and I have it like a check mark by it. And whenever I'm there i can scratch that off the board and i'm sure another goal will come in my i know i know once i get that goal i want to start acquiring non-kyc and go down that avenue and then we'll be on a whole new path so i'm (laughs) as we talked about in the podcast i'm still very new and i still have a stacking uh stacking goal that i have in my mind and I want to get there before I get, I know they say start or just do KYC right away, but it's kind of hard when you want to put lump sums in. And that's just been a, a difficult task for me when I want to dump lump sums. Yeah, well, it definitely take longer. What's your, what's your plan on uh, separating your sats? Um, I have been looking at different wallets recently. I have a cold card for my, uh, current, current, uh, hardware device or signing device. And, um, I plan to get a different wallet. I ideally like a seed signer or something like that, but, um, we'll see how it all plays out once I get there. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, that's still probably a couple of years out or a year or so out. So I'm not too focused on it. I just want to make sure that I get that goal that I have in mind before the happening. And then I will go on from there. But yeah, uh, non-KYC is definitely my next avenue. And I like the idea of the seed signer wiping uh, your uh, your. Uh, seeds every time you shut the device off so that's kind of my idea right now with that uh rocket miner what's going on man welcome to the stage hey how y'all doing uh we're doing fantastic so i haven't seen you before i've been, so tell us, tell I've been around you. for a while well what's going on what are you thankful for man uh hey i'm thankful for uh Bitcoin, good friends and family. Beautiful, beautiful. Have you st- have you stacked on the stack chain? Man, I'll be honest with you. Uh, probably because I stack sats if that counts. But the stack that's chain, pretty close. The stack chain thing. I I really uh I I haven't figured out how to. I mean, what? How do I stack on the stack chain? Oh man, it's been so long since I've had to explain this. Um, so, do you know what the stack chain is? Well, I just had Barn Miner up at my house like three weeks ago. He tried to explain, and then I had too many tequilas, and I don't think I paid attention. Uh, yeah, that's a perfect time to learn about stack chain. So, um, basically, stack chain started about four months ago. Somebody just uh, just did a, a little stack. You know, you see them all the time, right? What, what, Where somebody would just throw up like a receipt. Hey, I just bought some Bitcoin. So, was that, Arizona hey, was that was that Zona Hodel that did that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, I remember so that. He threw up. 
five bucks. And he said, even on days when I'm feeling poor, I still stack sats. And then our guy over here, Bob, who uh, is a genius and a prophet, he stacked $6 on top of Arizona Hoddles 5. And then somebody stacked 7 And it just hasn't stopped. It's, keep, it's kept increasing in $1 increments. Each stack is a reply to the previous stack. And where the hell are we at now, guys? Like 22,004. Shit, I just looked 48. at 2020 what? 2448, are we? A two th- yeah, 2448. And uh, we're just stacking sats like crazy, man. And that's the basic gist of it. But if you um, if you don't have 2000, you know, $2,000 to, to dump on a single stack. You can still just do like five or 10 bucks if that's all you got or 50 bucks or whatever. You just put the hashtag stack join and one of our guys will find it and we'll take your smash buy and other people's smash buys and we'll build a block with it. But that's like the, that's only like part of it. What stack chain really is, it's just a bunch of Bitcoiners just coming together to like stack sats and it's just created this amazing this amazing community that produces all this stuff well hey if you're stacking you're in the right direction period you're not wrong you're not wrong i can tell you uh like bear markets are where it's made at after being in several, I'm not going to go back how far I've been, but I can promise you this. At these levels, I'm stacking. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable that we have this opportunity, right? Because like four years ago, we were at like, I don't know, under under 10, like 9K for like six months, right? Shot up to 14K for a while, dumped down, and then we had the COVID dip where it dropped down to like three or four K. 3,600. Yeah. I had four, I had four buys that like had been on Fuck buy for over know. a year that I was very happy to get. That was like a five minute wick. Yeah. And then, then after that, everything took off and sat started getting expensive. Like, I was buying sats at 60K, and I just figured, this is the way this is now. Like, sats are, they're they're not going to get any cheaper. I'm going to be pouring this much time and labor to get these sats. And now, it's back down here. We can get, you can get a million sats for, like, $160. That's insane. That's insanity. Like, we are, we're very fortunate that all these scammers created all this paper Bitcoin and they've they've given us another opportunity to stack cheap sats. So yeah, I, I agree completely. So every it seems I jumped in this thing in sixteen and I've watched like it seems like every cycle there's some bullshit. Something goes on and uh well we have a lot of bullshit going on right now. But as much as I hate to say it, I've been saying not your keys not your coins for for fucking ever uh some people listen 
Some people don't. I hate to see people get wrecked, but you know, I haven't paid attention to much when it went kind of south right there. Starting in Voyager, I started in Celsius, and uh, I had some people I knew that that actually turned on these platforms, and I also told them I was like, you know, hey, great place to buy some sats, but get them off. A lot of them didn't listen. So it's kind of like we need a cleansing every once in a while. And the shit cornery and the fake bullshit that they they push. I, I feel like everybody grows a little bit. I hate people lose money. And I don't even want to say lose money, but lose money, lose sats, lose whatever you want to do. It, it's It's like you can't teach somebody something. You can take them to water, but you can't make them drink. And until they realize that they get smashed, then they're like, holy shit, okay. Maybe we should rethink this. And that unfortunately, I mean, it's happened to all of us, period. I don't give a damn who you are. It's happened to all of us, but just in different phases. Like, I don't even want to talk about how many, uh, well, my vice was uh, Texas Hold'em. I'll, I'll leave it there. That's fair enough, man. And, you know, the thing that really, like, is mind-boggling is we had all of these all at once, and people still didn't learn. Like, Luna collapsed, and people still didn't learn. And, you know, just one after the other, and now Celsius has collapsed. And there's still people that have, there's still two million sats on exchanges. Like, what, what, how, how many people do you have to do you have to watch lose their sats before you before you figure it out? Two million. That's a lot. That's a lot of Bitcoin on exchanges. I, did I say two million sats or did did I say two million Bitcoin? There's two million Bitcoin that's still sitting on exchanges. You know, and that's Bitcoin that people have bought and it's just there. So but you're right. I mean, people aren't gonna learn and we're still early. You know, we're at less than like 5% adoption. So every cycle, new people come in and the scammers just go after them. All the shit coiners, all the lending, all the DeFi, all the, uh, <coughs> what, are they, what, are they, what do they call it back then? Uh, ICOs. Yeah, ICO. Yeah. I, I got to say, uh, 2000 ICO trading shit coins was pretty amazing. But that was before you had bullshit, uh, you know, stable coins. So everything stacked against Bitcoin. And that was when it was amazing. You had, what, maybe 600 coins. Now where we have 23,000, I don't know, I've fucking lost count. It's not even worth trying to trade anymore. Just stack your sats, put them away. Don't worry about the price. Go fishing, go hunting. Get a cold beer. I don't give a damn what you do. Just don't pay attention to the noise. The signal's Bitcoin, and that's it. 100%. 100%. What's up, Buddha? I saw you sneak up here on stage. What's going on, man? What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's going well. We're all just thinking nice things about you. You know, somebody somebody let it out, so we're all sending love your way. I appreciate it. Yeah. It was, it's been a, it's been a day. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm sitting there sulking and I'm like, you know what? You guys are my people. Um, coming and talking to you guys is, is, uh, worth doing. So 
um, I'm here. Well, we, we appreciate you being here, man. So we're we're just talking about what we're thankful for. I don't know if you're feeling if you're feeling up to that particular subject. Are you feeling thankful for anything, Buddha? Sure. I mean, I'm always thankful. Is Buddha talking? Know. Yeah, yeah Buddha, talking. Buddha's talking, Lord. I can't hear him. I'm going to come out and come back in. Okay. Be careful. Pull your pants up. It's okay. Oh, hush, loco. Sheesh. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for a lot of stuff. I, I'm thankful for, you know, my health. Um, a lot of people don't have that. Um, I'm thankful for Stack Chain 100%. I mean, meeting you guys has uh, been one of the greatest things that's that's come along. You know, it's like one day you're sitting there questioning everything, think you're in your own little bubble with Bitcoin and everybody looks at you like you're insane. Next thing, next thing I know, um, you know, I'm, I'm just in this caught in this wave with you all. And, um, it's just been amazing. So, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Awesome, man. I, um, sorry about that. I had to, I had to jump out right quick and check something. Um, it's been a crazy four months guys. All right. And so tomorrow, there's not going to be a show tomorrow because I know everybody's going to be at their family or, or doing whatever they're doing. So uh, I figured today we'd uh, we do our Thanksgiving spaces. Um, there's there's not too much to talk about stack chain wise. We stacked, what, five or six blocks. I, I, I just counted like 20 minutes ago and I forgot. But but I mean, that's amazing. You know, Stack Chain is still burning like half a Bitcoin, you know, every day. Right. So, you know, the this collective experiment is still taking Bitcoin off of exchanges to the tune of like half a Bitcoin to like two or three Bitcoin every day. Just going into the cold storage of plebs, plebs learning how to run nodes, learning how to open up lightning channels, you know, making making beautiful music, amazing memes. Uh, we just released our interview. Did you see that interview with Loco, Buddha? I saw it. Yeah, I started watching it. Um, it was so cool watching um, Loco speak. It's like I can see it's funny putting the face to the to the like inflictions of the voice, I guess. So now I see how his thought process is. I see him like deciphering what he's saying and things. It's, it's, it's interesting seeing it from that perspective. Um, but I'll watch the whole thing uh, soon. That you know, I, I I forget. Like I know what Loco looks like. I saw him at Pacific Bitcoin, and now it just suddenly occurs to me like this is the first time some of you guys are seeing him. Well, he docks himself a couple times. I saw some pictures, but it's different when you see someone actually speaking and formulating their words. You know, seeing their process. I guess is the way that I call it. It's like I'm seeing him formulate what he's saying, and it's just it's interesting because now when he's speaking on here, I can like see him for real, like speak speaking in a different way than I than I would have. Awesome, awesome. Um, I I got another one with Tao coming up, so Tao just needs to be edited. And then on Friday, um, we're gonna do Skinner and False. So that should be that should be a lot of fun. Uh, hey, let, let, let me, if you don't mind, let me ask y'all something. There's not many of us in this room, uh, but that being said, like. As we all put our Bitcoin into, you know, cold storage or whatever we do, hot wallets basically take them off the exchange. 
I've been at, I've been wondering this question a long time. Where's all this volume come on with all these exchanges? And I think that this is the reason we need the purge of these exchanges because I don't think they have the Bitcoin. I think they're bullshit. No, they they don't. That's what that's what's happening here. This whole cycle has been about paper Bitcoin. So the last cycle was, you know, DeFi bullshit and ICOs. And then the cycle before that was the block wars. The the thing that happened this cycle was paper Bitcoin. It just, you know, scammer B and all the little fraudsters just created billions and billions of dollars worth of paper Bitcoin that doesn't exist. And now it's all collapsed in on itself. So you're you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, I was uh, I was around in uh, November 2017 when and when Roger wanted to, uh, you know, fork Bitcoin, and I knew which way my miner signaled, and it didn't go for him. Yeah, Jihan, Calvin, or fuck Toshi. Uh, speaking of fuck Toshi, did y'all notice that uh, Bitcoin S, uh, whatever is it? Yeah, Bitcoin yeah. SA, they got blocked today. Yeah, yeah, they the account got suspended. So that, I don't know what's that, up with that. That makes but me happy for Thanksgiving. That's nice. Hey, yeah. so you're like a fucking hero, dude, because the block wars totally could have killed Bitcoin. No, that was totally possible back then because the network nah. was young, man. You know? I mean. Now, I have to disagree with you. There was a lot of people. I mean, it wouldn't kill it for sure. Uh, you know, you had people trying to push different agendas, but the real people knew what the real deal was, and that's why you have Craig Wright and, and Roger, which I hadn't even heard from Roger in years uh, since John fucked him up about Bcash, 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 which I watched out live. is fucking hilarious. Um now Bitcoin's not going anywhere, ever. No, it. I mean, we're we're golden now. You know, we just got to ride through these cycles and all the weird garbage they're going to do. But during the block wars, you know, if Roger and all those fuck faces, Jihan, yeah, Calvin, if they had, if they had and, convinced and, and Craig, yeah, if they had convinced enough people, we, you know, they could have said adoption back decades. You know, and it, if it wasn't for Miners like yourself and people running nodes that refuse to to fork to big blocks, you know, it could it could have been a big problem. But you know, you guys made it happen. So I don't know. I mean, we don't we don't tell this story that much anymore because like Bitcoin Bitcoin moves so fast. Like the block wars, they're not even something that anybody thinks about because. You know, a week ago, you know, 1.5 billion Bitcoin just disappeared. And that's what everybody talks about. But the network is robust. You know, Bitcoin is strong. Bitcoin is in the place where it can survive one and a half billion worth of paper, you know, fake Bitcoin. But back during the block wars, there wasn't that much adoption. What's up, Buddha? Well, what I, all I was going to say about the strength of the network is is the the funny part about 
all of this is this, the fiat price of Bitcoin is just so talked about. And, and we, we always talk about how it doesn't matter. I mean, find where there's strength in today's world in anything. I mean, in anything that you would think like, what is strong? What, what looks like it's going to be able to last? What looks like it, you know, it's not being manipulated to death or has, you know, so many hands in it that you don't even know the corruption levels that are, that are underneath the surface. Um, you know, Bitcoin is it. Like, I don't see, I, I don't know where else you find strength. What, what else do you, does, does, what else gives you a feeling of strength and comfort in today's world outside of Bitcoin um, that is touched by the hands of man? I, I mean, like not something spiritual. I'm saying like something tangible. What is strong besides Bitcoin? I don't, I don't see anything personally. Nothing. Just my, just my family and you guys. <laughs> like, you know, what's up, George? You know, I, I was thinking about some of the math. Um, this kind of bear market has really been interesting because of the amount of Bitcoin that's going into the hands of plebs. Um, and particularly, like, notably into wallets that have historically held, um, that are deposit-only wallets that have never withdrawn. And it's like steadily increasing the amount of like long-term holders there are. It's going to be interesting because I'm wondering if the next uh, up cycle, there's going to be a massive issue of supply issue. There won't, it might, it, it might be the first cycle where there isn't enough supply of Bitcoin that people are willing to sell. I don't know. That, that's already, that's already happening right now, man. I think the numbers are inflated. I don't think the Bitcoin are on exchanges like like I was telling you in seventeen when I did a lot of trading shit coins. The difference was, was you you know you traded against Bitcoin, so you got more Bitcoin, and now you've got shit coins and stable coins, and so at what point in time? I mean, I don't want Tether to fall apart, even though I think it's probably a fucking scam. But we can't have everything fall apart at one time or it would be terrible for Bitcoin. Everybody's like, we need every exchange to fail. Well, I don't think we need every exchange to fail because that would really kind of screw everybody. Um, we need people to learn and move on and not every exchange fail, but the ones that are scamming people, which, I mean, if you're on a yield platform, you're probably the fucking yield, period. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I'm fairly certain that people have learned that lesson. But again, like 95% of the world isn't in Bitcoin yet. So in two years, there's going to be a bunch of new people trying to get yield. And I think this time it's probably going to be like Wall Street offering it, you know, because yeah, the... They, I mean, do, have... do we want Wall? I mean, all right, well, we, so we don't. It's just de- devil's advocate we don't, here. We don't like, have a choice. I, it, everybody, it, everybody, I remember everybody in 2018. Institutional money, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I personally thought that was a bad idea um, because institutional money has ungodly amounts of fiat, and they can just burn it out and print it out and and do whatever they want to with it. Then you get what BlackRock buying into Coinbase if they don't already own it all. I don't know. Um, well, we asked for it, we got it, and now we see how they can manipulate it. And they did a pretty fucking good job. 
Because well, no, if, if they, Sam is not in jail, that motherfucker made Enron <laughs> yes. look like fucking cookie crumbles. But Wall Street and, hasn't even entered the chat yet. Like, Scammer B is nothing compared to Wall Street. Because, you know, he's just a crypto scammer. And everybody's so hyped up that they dumped billions of dollars behind him. So, you know, wait until, like, like you know, regulated, verified institutions are able to do that shit. What's up, Buddha? Well, my first thought when I saw, you know, um, the cycle, you would see so-and-so is reopening their uh, desk for Bitcoin or, you know, Goldman Sachs is opening a Coinbase desk or so-and-so is opening a Coinbase desk associated with Wall Street. My first thought was these guys are masters of manipulating price action. Yes. Imagine how they can manipulate price action with wash trading because they, they, they have wash trading rules in Wall Street. Here you don't have that. They can literally just go bing, 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 with their algorithms just back and forth. So, again, the only way out of this is buy, hold, move to cold storage, and educate. That's it. it I mean, there's, yeah. and, and eventually the game is up because it is yeah. seek and destroy, and we will, we will seek and destroy more and more paper Bitcoin. It's just inevitable. It might take time, but the, the, the long-term game is just buy, hold, sit there, and move it to self-custody and just keep educating. That's it. You must be a Metallica fan. Just curious. I'm, a, I'm an everything fan. <laughs> Seek and Destroy is one of my favorites, period. But I don't think they have enough Bitcoin on all these bullshit exchanges to be doing what they're doing today. My personal yeah. thought. I mean, that was kind of my point in uh, what I said earlier in the sense that um, it's going to be really interesting because I think that the more and more people and the statisticians are showing, you know, those that study the chain are showing that more and more Bitcoin is going into the wallets of long-term holders and it's not coming back out. Even as um, some of these long-term holders are going underwater, they're simply just not selling. And so eventually you'll just do chain analysis and say, wait a second, there's no way the exchanges or whatever corporation has this available to sell because literally we can see it all locked up. It's verifiable. Anywhere. Well, yeah. but so, I'll here. tell you this. I saw, I saw something that I think it was there yesterday. It was like, we talked about the plebs, but most wallets that are holding money on exchanges or like 0.1 Bitcoin to a Bitcoin. Those are the people we need to get the hell off the exchanges. They're the most vulnerable and they don't know. But there's so many influencers out there. They don't know who to follow or how to do it. Well, it I mean, sucks. you know, they'll, those people will learn. The, the problem is the new people that come in will buy paper Bitcoin. Like, you know, because that, that's what... a affect supply and demand because you're 100 percent right if everybody pulls their bitcoin off of exchanges this is game over like if everybody understands that you don't leave it on there they can't manipulate shit but when the new people come in you know they sell them paper bitcoin and and they can string this thing along for decades like if you if uh, look at the learning cycle of a bitcoiner right like First, you learn about Bitcoin, you know, then you buy some, it sits on the exchange, maybe you spend some time shitcoining, you know, then after a while, you you take it off the exchange and maybe you run your own na- node, but that takes a while. And, you know, there's 
there's new people coming into Bitcoin every day. What's up, George? Yeah, I don't think that exchanges can for very long, though. That's what I'm saying. One of two things will happen. Either they they won't be able to because there's just too many too many holders and it they'll be it'll just be very evident or the price will be so high that um that they're able to do large amounts of paper bitcoin with very little bitcoin because the bitcoin is so valuable and that's sort of my point is i do think that like just take for example um let's use um grayscale for example they hold over over two percent of all the bitcoin that will ever be made it, you know it, assuming like you know assuming, assuming that it's real um you know like you're gonna have you're gonna have accumulators that accumulate large amounts you know uh a quarter of a percent you know one percent and then all of a sudden it's gonna be man the pool of available Bitcoin that's moving around that is uh, purchasable is so tiny that anyone that says, Oh, you know, this exchange has a hundred thousand Bitcoin. Everyone's gonna be like, that's not even possible. Um, so that's my, that's my theory. And potentially I saw, the next I mean, run, I, I think it'll ratio up. Right. Because the, if there are people to sell paper Bitcoin to, they're going to do it. They're going to figure it out. And like regulators are not our friends. They don't give a shit. I mean, just take a look at scammer B, you know, that dude is a fraud. Like there's nothing legit about him. And he's going to a New York times conference as a fucking honored speaker. His ass should be in jail. Yeah. Hey, at least Enron had a fucking functional business for a couple years and this did this dude did i would like to say that i never heard of uh frodo baggins ever or ftx i'd never heard of it until all this happened i guess yeah So, so i mean the thing is like what's gonna stop the paper bitcoin it you know it's so there's basically, I think, basically I think education. that's what we were saying. I think yeah. that what's being traded primarily on these exchanges is quote paper Bitcoin. Right. And the only thing that stops it is people pulling the Bitcoin off of exchanges. But I mean, if you have more new people coming in, just perfectly happy with paper Bitcoin, you know, then that, that, dilutes the demand for the real thing because they think they have the real thing when they don't. And I, you know, I, I don't mean to say it's going to be like weird like this forever, but there's like a whole learning curve and every wave of new Bitcoiners has to learn, not your keys, not your coins. What's up Buddha? Yeah, I just wanted to say again, it's like it's it's for me, it's just a time preference thing. These these things will work their way out. I mean, this is absolute scarcity. And everyone seems to forget that when these things go on because they got away with it this time or, you know, some, you know, so and so had paper Bitcoin and blah, blah, blah. Eventually, the you know, we're educating our family members <clears throat> about not your keys, not your coin, um, you know, and that's going to just keep going every single bull run. You're going to have more and more Bitcoin maximalists. You're going to have more and more Bitcoin only education. You're going to have more and more people pulling it off exchanges. 
Um, <clears throat> sorry, my voice messed up. So it's just, um, it's inevitable. It's just, it's just a time thing. How, how quick it happens is anyone's guess. And so we should be thankful for opportunities like this when these morons do these things, collapse their exchanges, force liquidations, price action goes sideways or down, and we become the benefactors. So, you know, again, go ahead, keep doing it. I'll, I'll sit here all day because it's going to, it's going to benefit my grandkids. So, you know, keep it up. I, I, yeah. I, would, I would like to confess, I still have some paper Bitcoin. Well, stop fucking doing that immediately. Those are paper wallets, brother. I, I saw that you were going in that direction. Um, yeah, I mean, and you're right, Buddha. Like, there's less Bitcoin on exchanges than there was four years ago. So, George, that speaks to what you're talking about. Like, the less Bitcoin that you have on exchanges, the more difficult the papering over the paper Bitcoin gets until the price goes up. Because, you know, when the price is low and there's not that much Bitcoin around, it, it's you have to produce more paper Bitcoin. If the price of Bitcoin skyrockets, then, you know, you can sell less paper Bitcoin for more fiat dollars. So there is a ratio like aspect to it. And you're encouraged to sell more paper Bitcoin, you know, in in the bull market which is why these things collapse in the bear market because when the bull comes in, everybody's a fucking genius. Everybody thinks they know what they're doing. Everybody's like, no, I you know, I'm gonna go get yield on whatever. And, and I'm gonna do this DeFi bullshit because the price of everything is going up. So everybody feels like they're a genius. And it's not until the collapse happens where, you know, everybody holding paper Bitcoin just gets completely and totally wiped out. And those of us that buy genuine Bitcoin, we're, we benefit from that. I mean, all this Bitcoin that um, Scammer B made disappear, that shit's not gone. You know where it is? It's in my cold wallet. It's in George's cold wallet. It's in Buddha's cold wallet. We bought that shit, you know, because he was selling it. We didn't know. We didn't know that's where it was coming from, but, you know, he was selling paper Bitcoin and the people that didn't know better were buying the paper Bitcoin and we were buying real Bitcoin. We were buying the Bitcoin that they deposited into his bullshit scam. Hey, uh, with that said, it's been uh, fun joining the space. I would like to tell everybody over here in the U.S. to have a happy Thanksgiving and those that are in this channel that aren't from the U.S. to just have a great day tomorrow. We're going to come through this shit. We always do. I've been here and done it. It sucks, but the only thing it does is make us stronger, and you'll appreciate yourself more next cycle. I promise you. With that, peace out. Love everybody. Y'all have a hey, wonderful brother. weather It day. was great having you. Yeah, in the it, was, it was wonderful talking to you, Rock. Thanks for coming have, in. Have yeah, fun man. stacking sats, man. Take care, guys. Like. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm not trying to burst your bubble, George, because what you're saying is correct. There, you know, there is this, there is this, um, this intersection of, you know, Bitcoin being pulled off of exchanges and the demand for Bitcoin. So, 
you know, at this point, exchanges are losing Bitcoin like crazy. So there's going to be a response to that. So this is, you know, it's good that this happened. A lot of people learn not your keys, not your Bitcoin. And then the other thing, too, is that, you know, you need Bitcoin to make paper Bitcoin. Right. Like somebody, you know, you, you can't just make paper Bitcoin without Bitcoin. So the less Bitcoin that these people have, you know, the less they can they can mess around with these games, you know. So the the big question is the people with the largest amount of wealth, you know, did they learn their lesson? Because all these VC funds and all these hedge funds, Three Arrows Capital and all these guys, these are the ones that that funded all this. And they all lost their ass. You know, it was a select group of individuals. You know, Duquan, Duquan took off with Luna and Scammer B took off with Celsius. What's up, Buddha? No, they have not learned their lesson. And they'll do it again and they'll do it again because their, their fathers, their grandfathers, as long as Fiat has been around, every, everybody's been bailed out. There's always a second chance. There's always, you know, some scam they can pull off. Um, so they just don't they'll, they'll keep doing these things. And Bitcoin, again, the hardcore Bitcoiners, we're going to be the ones that benefit because we see what's really going on. They'll keep getting wrecked or or, you know, or they'll just keep stealing fiat from other people. Unfortunately, they'll keep stealing fiat. They'll keep stealing fiat. But but in, in the meantime, while they're playing these scams, they go home with no Bitcoin. So they, they haven't learned yet for real. And I, and I don't, I don't well, think they're going to. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say that they went home with no bitcoin but they they all cashed out really well like uh alex mashinsky i mean the dude's a millionaire you know duquan supposedly has tons and tons of money and you know what there's been zero consequences some public shame for sure uh but zero consequences for their actions so (laughs) it will it will repeat itself Scammer B has already been forgiven and is being celebrated. For how sure. is that? How is that possible? I, I don't watch the news, no but I keep hearing this. Idea. Is that is that really what's happening? Yeah, they fucking love that guy. Well, I mean, it's, it's very very clear how it's possible. Um, he's got. I mean, talk about friends in high places. I mean, he's the son of an aristocrat that had really really high connections, and they leveraged those high com- connections. Um, on every investment that somebody put into FTX, it went out the back door and, um, you know, and into a campaign wallet or to buy a business or a newspaper. I mean, it's crazy how much stuff that FTX had their hands in of, you know, I, I won't call it bribery, but definitely um, greasing the palms of many, it's many people. It's 100% bribery. All the right people got the money. And it was only a select group of individuals, but it was enough of the right people that this dude appears to be in the free and clear. I got to speak on this SBF shit for a second because that shit is crazy. I, I it, like my worldview has changed today. I, you know, it, I'm like it really like my view of the world has changed. That New York Times panel, like that he's going, and the, they're like touting him almost as a hero. And then he's going to be on that panel is just the most, I think it's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in this country, honestly. 
like in this country, you know, other places that, you know, they have these like crazy wars and, and they're, you know, genocide, you know, at least since slavery or some shit. I don't know. It, it's the wildest shit I've ever fucking seen. And it just makes me question the reality of what's happening. It's just wild. This is the intellectual arbitrage that Buddha is talking about. Like, this is how, uh, this is how, like, off the rails reality is from what the common perception is. So, I mean, maybe they're not going to get away from it, you know, because everything I see, dude just gets called out as a scammer. If they get this shit, yeah, well, everything you see, because we're, we're talking to each other in our own little echo chamber, but, yeah, you know, yeah, true. he's going on the fucking New York Times panel, you know, <laughs> with, like, Mike Pence and fucking Mark Zuckerberg and shit, like, it, yeah, it's Zelensky, crazy. the president of Ukraine, is going to be on that panel. Yeah, the shit is fucking wild. I mean, there's no question. I think, you know, that we all agree that guy should be in jail. You know, I mean, he he has destroyed lives. He's just taken people's fucking money, uh, you know, and, and just committed fraud on just so many fucking people, man. Uh, you know, it, it is like the highest of fucking crimes that, you know, you know, financially it's just you know he's just destroyed families and god knows what on like every single fucking level and and he's gonna be on a fucking new york times panel that people have to pay twenty five hundred dollars to fucking see i mean honestly like the, the way that i you know i i looked at, i kind of turned my nose up at a lot of wild conspiracy theories but uh man it, this shit right here just really sort of changes the way that i see reality i mean this shit is wild and you know why you think it's so wild, Bob? It's because you know about the market so well. Think about how many things we don't know so well that, that this stuff goes on and they're just completely out of our radar. We know Bitcoin upside, upside down, up, down, left, right, whatever. So when we see this go on, we know immediately, like, this is so wrong. This is so criminal. This is so messed up what he did. But the people who don't know, they'll just be like, oh, oh, what I, you know, I guess he was unfortunate or whatever. Oh, you know, they'll read whatever article and it's gone. Think about how many other things that, that are probably going on. I think the way they're probably going to spin it is that, like, you know, it, this is crypto's fault. You know, this guy commits No, fraud. that's 100% what they're doing. Yeah, this is, and, big, and this is Bitcoin's Bitcoin. fault. I mean, right now, the way the, the world sees Bitcoin is just part of crypto. It's all the same thing. Like, we see a substantial difference, and there is a huge difference. But the, the way that the world sees it is the same. So, you know, an attack on crypto at this point is kind of an attack on Bitcoin simply because people don't understand the difference. No, it's more than that, Bob. It's more than that. Because when when they want to pump him up, they'll say, you know, crypto guy. But then when they want to talk about how something bad happened, they'll say Bitcoin. You know, it's that's that's just the game. That's, that's just what they do. It doesn't matter. You know, we're going to... This shit just seems so sinister. I mean, yeah. it just, it, it's fucking unbelievable. I mean, they're, they're calling the guy a philanthropist. And, 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 yeah, I mean, the guy committed fraud. On well, he was a philanthropist. He, he stole money from everyone, and he, then he gave a bunch away. Yeah, I mean, you know, those, those organizations... He was a criminal philanthropist. Yeah, <laughs> they got retail money. So all the people that gave Scammer B Bitcoin, he went and donated to political campaigns. He went and donated to charities. And everybody fucking loves this guy because he, he was the opposite the right of people. Robin Hood. 
He stole from the poor and gave to the rich. Unbelievable. Oh, that's that exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and the thing is, that if he had stolen from the rich to give to the poor, he'd be in fucking jail right now, I promise. Oh, for, 100% for sure. he'd be in jail right now. Yeah, well, we were talking about that yesterday. Remember when Facebook was trying to launch Libra? You know? And then yeah. they get pulled in front of Congress for a congressional hearing, and and senators and representatives are, you know, yelling at them and giving them the fourth degree, and they didn't even do anything. They were just, yeah, they were just talking about doing it. Sam yeah. took notes on all that and said, no, 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 no. You guys did it all wrong. First, you have to befriend all the senators and all the policymakers, grease their palms, and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, welcome to the last days of the empire. Yeah, don't try to be like true capitalism and just make like really good products and launch them. You got to first like, you know, earn your dues, man. You got to pay the tithe. You got to grease them palms. Well, I mean, in a system of seniorage, that's how it works. You know, you get you get close to the power structure that prints the money and everything works out just fine for you. And, Although, and maybe this is that, the end, um, you Facebook know. token didn't but go through. If this shit gets through, like we're in full idiocracy mode. Like <laughs> I just can't, I can't believe how people could buy this shit. And I really, I'm starting to think that the 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 whole system is just rather sinister and just fucking built to keep us down in a way that I didn't see before. But I mean, if they fucking get this goddamn thing through, and this guy walks away clean. I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Bob, do you remember me saying to you how sinister the system is? And you said you don't know if you see it that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been, you know, because I've been sort of like pushing back on that a lot. Because to me, it just seemed like the system is just built and that people are just kind of greedy and they just look out for themselves and the system incentivizes that and, and, and that extends into politics and the media. And it's just like people being stupid and greedy. And that's just the way I've kind of seen the world. It's just like, you know, and, and Bitcoin fixes this because we, we just can't have that structure in which, you know, you're incentivized to fuck everyone else over. But, man, this shit just seems fucking sinister. This seems I mean, more than stupid and greedy. You know what, Bob? It's probably been like this the whole fucking time. It's just now we have a measuring stick. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, you know, my view of reality changed today. It really did. You know, it's just wild. We're up against a, an evil that's just you can't even. I, I, in my personal opinion, we're up against an evil that you can't even comprehend. It's it's the most evil and greedy and take everything and and brainwash and keep people down, destroy their hope, keep them desperate, keep them depressed. I, I think we're up against something that's just remarkably sinister. So my worldview, I, I didn't even see this. So I'll go I'll go I, research what happened. <laughs> but my worldview will not be changed. I still hope you're fucking wrong, but goddamn, you know, there's a check in your box today. I swear to God. Bob, you need a hug, Bob. Yeah, I need a fucking hug, man. This world <laughs> is fucked. Everybody, everybody give Bob a hug. Give Bob no, it's a not, hug. Bob, it's not fucked, though. It's, it's, we got Bitcoin, so we're good. Like, that's why. Imagine yeah. this without Bitcoin. I mean, my God. Yeah. No, I mean, that's for sure. And, and you know. And 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 the the thing that Bitcoin gives us as a whole also is like hope, um, and you know, and the value of that is extreme. Like even if somehow this is not to succeed, and we don't know the future. Like 
it certainly seems to me like we're going to succeed and the game theory is all there and this is inevitable. But we, we can't see the future. We don't know what's going to happen. But no, just I, the no, hope I can tell you, Bob, that it brings is invaluable. It, it is going to happen because you can't undo Bitcoin. Like Pandora's box is open. So now digital scarcity is a thing that exists and it will never not exist. So sure. I mean, obviously yeah. I'm all in, like I tend to agree with you, but I also have to recognize that like, I'm a stupid monkey, just like all the other monkeys on this planet. And we can't see the future. I mean, we just can't, you know, we don't know. We can't see everything. Well, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to work out for like us specifically, but sure. I'm, just, I'm just saying that's the nature of discovery. You know, once, sure. once you figured out, you know, whatever once they figured out penicillin that's forever you know once they figured out the printing press that's forever and it you know may not have worked i mean fucking galileo galileo discovered things and that shit didn't work out very well for him but what what he discovered has not been undiscovered what's up buddha well i think it's kind of um you know this is kind of what shapes my thinking is for instance, when um, El Salvador adopts Bitcoin and you see the hope that's happening down there. And my first thought wasn't, wow, great for El Salvador. It was the world powers are going to come together and make sure that they crush them and crush Bitcoin. Somehow they're going to come at it to make sure that they can't achieve the hope that they want to have. That was my very first thought. So the second thought I have is I'm willing to die for Bitcoin. And what I mean by that is if I have to hold to the if I have to hold on my Bitcoin to the grave, so that I can have hope, bring hope to a future generation. That's what I'm willing to do, because that's how deep this is. They want to crush hope out of our lives. That's my worldview. I know other people don't share it, as Bob's saying, but I, I just think that that's where we are. That's where we've been, um, and that's what I'm. That's, I, I don't see anything changing that view for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, brother. On the, uh, I'll ride this shit. I mean, even if it fails, I'll go down with it because it's by far the best shot that we have. Like, you know, there's no question. So, like, even if it fails, I will fucking die with it. I'll go down with it because, you know, there's nothing better. This is it. Uh, I just I'm just saying we can't see the future. We don't know what's going to happen. Right. And not only is this it, if if somehow this would fail that I mean, that is the real real game, I mean, real game over. So I can't even imagine the devastation and, and hopelessness that um so many of us would feel um, if that would somehow come about. I don't see how that's. In my that that doesn't go into my thinking. Of course, there has to be some level of that, but I don't see how that's possible. Um, but yeah, we just got to ride it out, man. No matter what. What's up, George? It looked like you raised your hand a couple times there, man. Yeah, I'm I'm processing kind of this deep philosophical question, you know, conversation. Um, I always think it's important to make sure that we understand that that. Um, there is Bitcoin as a philosophy and Bitcoin as a tool. Um, and I think that the philosophy speaks, you know, speaks far and wide, but Bitcoin ultimately is, is a tool, it's code. Um, and it's neither hope, nor is it righteousness, nor is it any of these things. It's not freedom. It's not any of these things. It's code. And it, it provides something it provides a place of honesty and trust but it it does not take evil <laughs> from the world you know um n- no matter what it evil will still exist and 
uh, every day that goes by, evil will get greater <laughs> until um, something catastrophic changes and tips the scale. So, you know, Bitcoin as hope in in a philosophy standpoint, like, yeah, I, I think I agree with the the concept that, that Bitcoin offers us a way to opt out and to say, so where uh, I've where finally does... been given another another alternative, um, no matter how far the Hail Mary of the alternative is, it's still like a protest. Um, but I, I wouldn't say it's like our refuge or our strength or salvation. I so would. Where does the hope come in? Because there is hope. Can I can I chime in? I mean, the hope is that I mean that it it gives us shelter from what's happening around us. Like, I don't think we can vote our way out of this. We're certainly not going to like fight our way out of this physically. But Bitcoin allows us, as you say, to like opt out and to provide shelter. I mean, really, it's like a defensive technology uh, in which we can separate ourselves from what's happening. Uh, and and in that, there's hope. I mean, you know, I see so many people. And like people are starting to 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 understand that this system is broken. Um, they they they're starting to understand that like democracy is broken, that it's not working for us, but they don't have solutions. They don't have a way out. and 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 for us, we have that. We have a way out. It's Bitcoin. And so in that way it is hope. There's like George is saying, Bitcoin is just code, right? And he's right. Code is just math. So math doesn't have all these dreams and aspirations that that we have. It's just code. It's just sure. But so it's like so we're like voting booths. And so at one point, I think like democracy was the best solution. You know, we're like being ruled. Right. But what? So that's a similar thing. The voting is right. just a one, a one or a zero. <laughs> sure. So where does the hope come from? It comes from. It comes from us. It comes from the network. It comes from how we use Bitcoin. Like, do we use it to do good in the world? Do we use it to make the world a better place? And when we do that, and when we do good in the world, that's that's where the hope comes from. What's up, Buddha? Yeah, I agree. The hope lies within us. Um, you know, you're never going to get rid of evil, but, you know, Bitcoin is honest and it's truthful. So it incentivizes truth and incentivizes honesty. Like you can't. Yeah, fuck, I can't hear Buddha. I'm going to leave and come back. <laughs> so yeah, Buddha's spitting fire right now, Bob. No, but I mean, when it, when it, when um, the more you adopt Bitcoin, the more truthful things become. I, I, I got down in the rabbit hole so deep that I was thinking, can Bitcoin um, actually evolve us out of greed like could you could you evolve greed out of your system um i don't know but i just i know that you know evil's going to be there but you know how much how much more good is there in the world when people who can afford to retire and spend more time with their family how much more good is there in the world when people um exchange value with others and that value is with uh, upholds its, its worth through time um so to me yes um it's just code but the hope that it can bring a family, the hope that it can bring a community, um, you're not going to get rid of evil. Uh, but it, it can incentivize more truth. It can incentivize more honesty. And it can incentivize more hope. And when you're more hopeful, hopefully you become less evil. So, you know, that's where uh, I kind of get into that with the ph philosophical side. What do you, you got to say, Sidek? 
I just wanted to I just wanted to update you guys on a tip and say you know, I, I gotta get going. But I, I do love the philosophical discussions. I learned a lot from you guys when, when we were talking in the space like that. So, you know, I now I sit back and just kind of listen, but it's because I'm learning a lot more than I can offer. So, but yeah. Anyways, I love you guys. I gotta get going. Have a good night. But that tip is now twenty four twenty nine. Robert just stacked it two minutes ago. It's, on, it's in the mess. Have a wonderful night, Sayadak. Hey, Sayadak. I haven't chatted with you in a while, but it's good to share spaces with you. I love you, brother. What's up, Bob? Yeah, I just wanted to get... I mean, I think what George is is talking about and what I'm talking about aren't really the same thing. I mean, of course, you know, the plight of, like, whatever you want to call it, good and evil, like the, the, the internal struggle of, you know, who we are as human beings is sort of separate from Bitcoin. But you know, what's going on with society and how we structure ourselves. I mean, I, I think that Bitcoin is, is human governance in which we take the human out of it. And it's what we need right now. And it provides that hope in the same way that I was saying, like sort of like democracy might have offered hope at a different time in, 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 the, in the timeline of society where people are just being ruled over with no voice. Democracy came in. It was an idea in which like, okay, everybody can have a voice. And I think for a while it kind of worked. I think it's not working anymore. And, well, and I mean, cause we're honestly moving away from the principles of a Republic and now there's, you know, an aristocracy, like a kleptocracy. Seniorage is no different than monarchy, right? Where, you know, it's just, we just don't have a King, but the seniorage flows all the power to a central entity that might as well be king because you know the republic that we have is nothing like how it was established and in some ways that's fantastic sure i mean but you know why democracy isn't working is a much larger conversation i think but uh you know that bitcoin is an alternative that is like a, a completely new form of human governance um that once again like gives us something that we really need and that's what provides the hope. Now, is it going to make people good? No. You know, that's kind of like up to them. Like people. Well, but I, so I, think, I think it empowers good to be more effective. And when we talk about like these turnkey technologies, you know, like the discovery of fire, the printing press, you know, the printing press allowed for reading to be spread all over the place. And instead of just one percent of the population or less than one percent of the population, having access to an education. Now anybody could receive an education, but it doesn't mean that there aren't shit books with bad ideas. I mean, Mein Kampf was written, you know, a book about the theory of, you know, a certain race being the master race and there's inferior races. It's it's a terrible thing, but that doesn't mean that the printing press is bad. What's up, Buddha? Well, yeah, what I was going to say is, um, again, back to the, the hope that Bitcoin can bring is, is, you know, the fiat system, it incentivizes greed. It incentivizes manipulation, corruption, you know, stepping over your neighbor so that you can get a, a little bit ahead because you're fa- falling behind. You see the thing that just what you're talking about with whatever just happened with this dude. So he robs people and now he's going to, you know, become a hero or whatever because he found a way to twist it and turn it and manipulate it and corrupt it. And Bitcoin, you can't do that. So 
it incentivizes a different type of human. Like you can't get over on it. It's honest. Like you have to, you have to pay your dues. So I just think with time, you know, you, you go, you move away from a hopeless greed filled, manipulated, twisted world. And you, and you move into a hope filled, hopeful, you know, optimistic world. So, I mean, just talking to fellow Bitcoiners, we're optimists. Most of us are really optimists. I I don't know many optimists in my regular life, but when I come into stack chain and I come and talk to you guys, we're optimists. I mean, it's clear. So if you think about the people who are hodling the Bitcoin, they're the optimists. They're then going to go and invest in other Bitcoin companies. So there you have more optimistic stuff happening. It's just, it can, it can just be a whole transfer of hopelessness to hopefulness. Um, so that's my hope. And I mean, that's the way I'm going to live my life. That's, that's how I'm going to shape my worldview, at least. Well, that's- I think that's true. But I, and I think at the same time, like Bitcoin puts guide rails on greed. So it's like it allows us to be greedy. Like you can have greedy people and we will, but they just can't run over everybody else in the way. Yeah, they still got to pay the due. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's going to get rid of greed. It's not going to get rid of evil. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to change people from being people. And I think you're right that it might incentivize, it certainly like changes the way that we see things. I know that among you, my tribe and myself, like it, you know, it changes our perspective on reality um, in, in, in more positive ways, but it's not going to get rid of like good and evil or, you know, greed or any of that stuff, but it puts guide rails on it in which it can't just run over, you know, the population in the way that it can right now as we're like, we're watching it happen right now. Well, Buddha is correct. The current, system incentivizes corruption so you know bitcoin takes the incentive away from corruption guys we've been in here for an hour and a half so i'm just gonna say what i'm thankful for is bitcoiners i'm thankful for all of you so we're gonna go ahead and do last word loco you got any last words on stack chain yeah, we have a couple more people in here now. I just want to remind you that I'm thankful for everyone in here. Um, I'm thankful for every every stack chain or every Bitcoiner. I'm thankful for the, everything that brings us together. Um, yeah, so make sure you, uh, on another note, make sure you check out the interviews that Anthony is putting his time into. Um, and... I have a stack join that I am finishing up, and this video is fucking beautiful. So make sure you take your time before you go to bed and watch it. It's a, I'm kind of exposing it for the people that are here. It's a, uh, a Kobe tribute. Um, it is a beautiful stack. Jo- it's one of my favorite stack joins that I've ever put together, so. Uh, be on the lookout for that in the next 15 to 20 minutes or so. Loco's just all stack chain. I mean, he's releasing hits. He's getting interviewed. He's putting together epic stack joints. You're killing it, Loco. Loco, I'm thankful for you, man. Bob, you got any last words on stack chain? Uh, sure. I, I never uh, gave thanks, so I'd like to give thanks to certainly Bitcoin and this community and the stack chain. Um and, you know, on the real, like, thank you to all the corruption and all the fucking pain um, and all the and all the joy and all the sadness and fucking all of it. And, you know, this experience that we've been given in life is is rich and full and it includes all that shit. So, you know, um, w- without the without the fucked up world that's going out th- on out there, we don't have the hope. 
that the the Bitcoin brings us. So, you know, I'm truly grateful for all of it, but um, really grateful to you guys. And I'm I'm thankful to Bob, man. I'm thankful for Stack Chain Poker. I'm thankful for Bob testing the limits, showing us what we're all made out of. So, I'm thankful for Bob. George, got any last words on Stack Chain? Yeah, I think everyone's really shared. Uh, you know, Psyduck even said it earlier. Just the the community and how we learn so much from each other, um, and kind of push each other to either explore new things, learn new things, research new things. Um, it's inspiring to be a part of, be connected to. Um, people on a daily basis not just like at a conference or kind of like you know comment here and there but like deeply connected with a group of people that share similar values and and get to talk about similar interests and um, you know bust out our conspiracy theories or break down hard truths Um, you know one of the things that I'm really thankful for is um, you know that uh, like a tribe or a community grows beyond um, just sort of the common bond that unites us when we like actually care about each other. And when one of us is going through something uh, that we're just all a part of it together. And that's been really neat to see um, in this bizarre social experiment. So uh, George, has always come in with this like like resolute balanced clarity george you always bring good things to the spaces you've been even-handed and and i i am thankful for you george buddha you got any last words on stack chain yeah i uh, love you guys love stack chain um as i said earlier i'm extremely grateful for this community i um, glad I didn't sit around and sulk today and came in and talked to you guys. Um, love hearing your voices. I uh, love talking about Bitcoin, obviously. I'm compelled to speak about Bitcoin. And the more that we speak and educate, um, the better the future will be for all of us. So let's just keep it up and keep the energy in the chain. And I'll see you in the chain. I'll see you in the chain, Buddha. For, for almost four months, you've come into these spaces and you have just been absolute fire. You know, you provide insane amounts of meme hash. You you just come in here with a passion that is completely and totally unmatched. And Buddha, I am thankful for you. Lauren, do you have any last words on Stack Chain? Lauren's asleep. Do we do we put Lauren asleep? No, but you close close to it, guys. Buddha, I'm not asleep. I'm here. Um, no, man, I think there's nothing to say that really hasn't already been said, but you guys are amazing. I love the energy. I love what we're all about and, uh, just keep on stacking y'all. Keep on stacking Lauren. You too. You know, you came in, you, 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 you had your own thing going on doing your spaces and then you just came into stack chain and you just fit with all that amazing, positive stack chain energy. You brought so many fantastic ideas. You built so many relationships and you made so many contributions that I'm thankful for you as well, Lauren. And with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and leave you with a stack chainer blessing. May you have more Bitcoin tomorrow 
than you have today. Stack Chainers, I love you guys. Have fun. Stack and set. Stack sets. Feeling brown, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip. Got me feeling kind of sad, but we glad. I sleep up your whole bag. Selling my cares to get a couple sets. And I'm stuck in next week because I hit my limit. Never with a swan just to get some digits. Good for you, stay back. I ain't talking offense. Yo Q, I like what you're doing There's a fork up on the tip and it's leaving me clueless Stacking sets up on the chain, taking up my whole day Hella blocks up in the notice that we had to validate So stack a block, join a block, a shit post now Can't afford a block, join a block, reloading my account Yeah, I'm broke, it's a sad thing But a stack, on the stack chain GFYs, and all the memes Love vibes, and all the pains Stack sets Feeling brown, I got no cash Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we glad Yo, low, that shit was lit It got me fired up, trying to stack the tip Cosmic, stack chain energy Staying hard, 21 by infinity Stack chain, I can't get enough Every single day is number go up Stack joins, invading your thread Stacking so hard that it hurts the fed And I'ma keep on stacking cause what Anthony said And pass it back to Q and let the signal spread Feeling brown, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip. Got me feeling kinda sad, but we glad.